it's time. Hi. Yep, yo. Time to make that change. Because we are people who can do it. What well, is up, everybody? I should have known she's going to keep time going. That was the jam. They don't know nothing about that. I know that's that 90s. What y'all know about that? <laughs> 90s. All, the, all these 80s, baby, 80s babies that grew up in the 90s. That was yeah. that's, that's us. That, that was the jam. What is up, my beautiful Hi, and guys. wonderful family, on this absolutely amazing nice. Sunday Hot. night? Yeah. Yes. It has been an amazing series. Yes. And first off, I want to give a shout out to everybody who joined me in Atlanta I know, right? this weekend with my brother Ezekiel and his beautiful wife. The whole experience was amazing. And it was actually called The Whole, the whole experience. experience, ATL. Like, the Whole so yeah. he wasn't just saying the whole experience just like randomly. He was like the whole. Whole experience was the, the name whole of this. experience was the name of it. So yeah. So um, as I was, as I was just talking to him and talking to my wife, this particular conversation um, that we're gonna have on tonight, it would be just, I think, unfair if we were to conclude this discernment series without really talking about what we're gonna orbit around and address on tonight. Mm. This discernment series, I think we have one more week. One more week. Oh Has it been blessing anybody's life? I mean, it's been blessing my life. I think that uh, it's, I keep saying week after week, it's one of those topics in Christianity that's kind of low on the radar, mm. but it is so vitally necessary for your spiritual walk yeah. to be able to discern what is God? What is you? What is the devil? Like, it's just it's just important. We need we need to have that. We need yeah. to have discernment. And so um, I think it's it's a dope series. It's yeah. been great. Yeah, I, I think that this series is one that has summoned for you to mature. Absolutely. So many times you just hear content. You need discernment, girl. You need discernment, my yeah. dude. You need discernment. Yeah. Like, there's so many times we're just thrown that word. Right. But we wanted to have a surgical operation. We wanted to have a biblical exegesis mm. and crack open the text and really get a full understanding on how we can have discernment, how to identify the voice of God, how to identify my voice, how to identify the enemy's voice, mm -hmm. and how do I apply that so I don't end up picking weeds and asking God to bless it because I thought it was wheat. Right. So on tonight this particular conversation the one that we want to discuss with you on tonight is can he hear can, can he, he hear though he can he hear yeah though? yeah we're not talking about her can he hear talking about him so there's some foundational scriptures that i would like to bring to your attention first matthew matthew chapter 2 verse 13 it says now when they had departed Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I bring you word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. This right here is so loaded. But the first thing I want you to see is, number one, Joseph knew how to hear from God. Amen. Now, this is so big and this is so important because we must have leaders who are being led. Come on. When we have leaders that are not being led, recycle seasons are imminent. When we have leaders who aren't being led, 
pain is imminent. Right. When we have leaders who aren't being led, confusion is imminent. When we have leaders who aren't being led, we by default are opening the door for demonic collaboration with our ignorance and with the lack of us knowing God's voice. Wow. So I have to be led. So Joseph, if we look at this text, I know we just read it around Christmas time, mm -hmm. but Joseph being able to hear God's voice yeah. protected his whole family Absolutely. and the plan of God. The plan. Could you stress the importance of having a leader that knows how to hear heaven? You know, as a woman, it's so, 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 so necessary. We have mm. to look, ladies, we have to look so far beyond uh, the superficial yeah. or our wants and our desires or things yeah. that we think um, uh, the man that, you know, we want. We have to mm. look so far beyond that because if a man has the best degree, mm. house, car, career, Talk. wardrobe, whatever. Superficial if, stuff. If he has the best, all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, even personality. Right, yeah. he can have a brilliant personality, mm. uh, but if he does not have like the leading of the Holy Spirit, come on, and a, and an ear to hear what the Lord is saying to lead and guide him, yeah, he is not going to be able to lead and guide you and your mm. family in the right direction. Mm. He's just not, because I mean that's the plan of God. And ladies, you want a man. First and foremost, that has an intimate relationship with God. Yeah. A close to where he can discern. He can't. You don't want a leader that is spiritually hearing impaired. You don't yeah. want that. Because he can oh, have wait. everything. Did he can have everything. Say, say that one more time. You, you don't do not want, want a man that is spiritually hearing impaired. Lord have mercy. He can't hear anything. Mm. Okay. You, he, he can hear his own ego or his own opinions. He can hear his, his own wants and desires. He can hear the culture. He yeah. can hear what, you know, the world is saying, but he can't hear what God is telling him to do. That's a whole problem. Yeah. And you don't want that. You don't want that. You yeah. would rather be, be honest. Listen, listen, mm. ladies, hear me right now. You would rather be by yourself. Trust me. Mm. You would, you would much rather being by, be by yourself than, than be linked with a man that has no spiritual insider discernment. It's so vitally necessary. And, and this is not just for, of course, men in a, in a relationship. You know, mm. we need fathers that can be spiritually discerning. Mm. We need pastors. We need political leaders. We yeah. need men in this world to have an ear to hear what God is saying to them so they can lead this generation, so they yeah. can lead their families, so they can lead their businesses yeah. in the way that God wants them to, to, to go. This is such a critical conversation. Mm -hmm. We're not going to be before you long, but there's some things I really, really want to drive home. Yeah. There's some scriptures I really want to drive home to corroborate our claim. Mm -hmm. Genesis chapter 22 Verse 10, it says, And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. A little backdrop. Abraham was believing and praying and waiting for the promise, the fulfillment of a son. God told him that he was going to have a son. Mm -hmm. And like us, Abraham felt like God was taking too long. Right. And so he created his own Ishmael. 
This is a word for somebody. Wow. Your Ishmael mistake does not disqualify you from your Isaac promise. Say that one more time. Your Ishmael mistake does not disqualify you from your Isaac promise. However, when we do not have patience and when we do not trust the timing of God, we will have to deal with a lot of Ishmaels. Mm -hmm. That's a whole other sermon. Yeah. But anyway, after he had his son born, Isaac was born, God was testing him and said, hey, I want you to go worship me. I want you right. to go sacrifice your son, your right. only son. Right. So Abraham goes up. He's about to sacrifice his son. And this is the part of scripture where he has the knife. He's about to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, here I am. And he said, do not lay a hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Please, get this, get this. All right. So he heard from God. Can I get somebody in the room put, he heard. He heard. He heard from God and God was testing him. Could you imagine what would have happened if Abraham did not know and could not discern when God told him to stop? Right. He would have ended up killing his promise. Right. Lord. Right. He would have ended up killing his blessing. Yes. And I think what we are dealing with today in culture, in our homes, in our schools, in our church, is we have a lot of brothers who are killing blessings because we can't hear. Ooh, killing blessings. Maybe, maybe that opportunity was a blessing. We just couldn't hear. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that brother holding you accountable. I know it got on your nerves. It was a spiritual irritant. Right. But could we have killed something that really was a blessing? Yeah. In our homes, killing stuff that is really a blessing. Wow. Our wives killing things on the inside of her that is really a blessing wow. for your life. In our sons, in our daughters, Oof. what happens to the state of a nation, to a generation, to a community? When we have men who can not discern the voice of God. And the reason we are talking about this on tonight oh, is Jesus. because God is always going to call Adam first. Wow. He is always going to call Adam first. Mm -hmm. I've said it so many times. Biblical manhood is it may not be my fault, but it is my, my responsibility. responsibility. Yes. And it is dangerous when we don't know how to discern the voice of God. We risk killing blessings. We risk taking other people in seasons. Maybe this is why we keep going around the same issue year mm -hmm. after year, same struggle year after year. We haven't heard the voice of God to be able to provide us with an exit. Mm -hmm. And since I can't discern his voice, and the only voice I know is culture, I keep on making cultural moves but want kingdom endorsement. So God, would you help us just for a few moments on tonight? Would you, would you cause a hunger and a fire to begin to burn in the hearts of your kings? Yes. Kings still exist, God. Kings still exist. And it is your desire to raise up men whose hearts beat after you, whose hearts long after yes, you, whose hearts Father. crave after you. We cancel every assignment of the enemy that is going to try to sabotage what you are doing in the earth through your kingdom men. Every assignment, every strategic plan, every warlock, every witch, every demon, every strategy that hell has yes. on the 
man because it is a war move on the household because that is a war move on a generation. You desire godly offspring because godly offspring produces godly generations. But if we have men in the earth that don't know the voice of the king, we won't be able to lead like a king, but we'll just lead like a commoner and a peasant. Oh, Jesus. Would you help us to surrender our feet? Surrender our feet and purge our mind so that we could hear you clearly and not just hear our trauma. Help us understand it is not masculinity to suffer and see how much pain we can endure. That's not manhood. Manhood is surrendering our life and acknowledging I need guidance. I need surgery. Would you help us? In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody who agrees with that prayer, I felt that. Would you put in the room, amen. Amen. It is a strategic warfare. It is an assignment. It It is is an assault on the man to get him out of position. Because it is easier to overtake a kingdom when the king is not present. It is easier to overtake a kingdom when the king is confused. It is easier to overtake the kingdom when the king does not know the instructions. He doesn't know how to engage in warfare. He does not know how to engage in battle. This is not a male bashing sermon this oh, is God amen. would you cause yes. would you cause us yeah. to recognize there's a power right and there's a guidance that every man yeah. walk in this face of the earth married unmarried must have yeah. so that we could stop the cycle of killing blessings because we can't hear your voice can I get us to say confession? I feel this. You feel this? I do too, yeah. Confession. Can I get everybody to put this in the room in all caps? God. God. Raise up kingdom men. Raise up kingdom men. Who can hear heaven. Who can hear heaven. And obey. And obey. One more time. Who God. Jesus. God. Raise up kingdom men. Raise up kingdom men. Who can hear heaven. Who can hear heaven. And obey and obey this is good y'all you know there's so god so Mm. good there's so (laughs) much there's so much deception and there's so much lies and there's so much in the world that is fed into into not just this generation but generations before it's totally thrown people completely off track and i I believe it's i mean it's the enemy's job because he does not want god's people to know who they are yeah and since we're specifically talking about men, he yeah. wants men to not know who they are. Hmm. He wants them to not know their true identity and that their true identity is found in Christ. Yeah. And that you that you get your manhood, that you get your masculinity, that you yeah. get your everything that, that is a part of you, you get it from Christ. He is our example. Yeah. And so the enemy is constantly trying to deceive men because yeah. when men are in order, Everything gets in order. Say that. It's the truth. Mm. When you have a man in order, yeah. That and I'm not talking about chauvinism. I'm mm. not talking about domineering. I'm not talk, talk about male dominance. I'm not talking about uh, that women are subservient. I'm talking about when a man is submitted to God because yeah. he is in love with God. And he wants to please God with his life. When his life is in order with that, everything else falls into place. And when and and the only way to throw that off track is when a man 
does not know who he is and cannot stand firm in that. Mm. And when a man cannot stand firm in that, he is, does not know who he is, and then everything else falls apart. It's just yeah. the truth. And yeah. so you have generations and you have children and women that are that are basically left to fend for themselves. That's, that's how it's been for a while. I mean, yeah. I, to be quite honest, a lot of women and children have been left to make it on yeah. their own. And, yeah. and, and then, and these women have learned to be strong, right? Yeah. And they've learned to do it. But yeah. if men could get in the position, hmm. wow, where, where they can, they can lead effectively, yeah. then women can, listen, the devil cannot win. Yeah. But men have to, and I, yeah. and I hope, I hope the men out there are listening. You yeah. have to know who you are in Christ. Yeah. That is where you find your identity. That is when you dis- that is where you discover who you are. Yeah. And when you discover who you are and you know who you are in Christ and you're in tune with him, then Come you on. are in tune with his voice. Yeah. And you know and you're in step with him and you yeah. are and and he is he he is your best friend. He is yeah. speaking speaking to you. He is talking to you and then you can guide your family. You can guide yeah. your generation. You can guide anything that you are a steward over. Yeah. But you have to be in the position where you know who you are in him. Yeah. And and this generation, to be completely frank and honest, is 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 struggling with their identity. There yeah. is a huge identity crisis. And yeah. if you don't know who you are, you will listen to every voice yeah. to to discover who you are. Mm. To to give into the emotions of who you maybe think that you should be. But yeah. when you are into with Christ and into with God, you yeah. will hear his voice and he will lead you and he will guide you and he will direct you and he will show you and you will discover yeah. your purpose, your position, why you are here, what you are, what you are supposed to do. He yeah. will show you those things yeah. when you are in step and in line with him. So yeah. I, I, I know that that is, that is a ploy of the enemy. Yeah, that is a ploy of the enemy to just throw the man off track and mm-hmm. and have him confused about who he is. Yeah. So he cannot really lead yeah. in the way that God wants him to lead. Yeah. And, and we have to talk about this, y'all. Yeah. I think one of the uh, well, there's several things that are permeating through my mind right now. Um, first one is I want to I want to give this disclaimer. Let's stop viewing every sermon that reminds us of the original kingdom agenda for the home and for masculinity as male bashing. Mm -hmm. Just because it is not common does not mean when you are reminded or confronted with the original kingdom agenda that you are a bad man. Right. You're not a bad man. I think a lot of brothers need to hear you are a good man. Right. You're a king. You are a king. That is who God cosmically created for you to be. Right. However, it's one thing to just say, men must be able to hear. It's another thing to teach, how do I do that? Yeah. That is just personally something about um, our ministry. If you notice, I'm really intentional about breaking stuff down. Like I try to break it down to where it's like breadcrumbs because I couldn't stand hearing sermons that gave me deep spiritual truths. 
but I didn't know how to apply it, mm. which is why we did God Is This You, yeah. trying to get you to understand the difference. If you have not watched that part of this series, I want you to do that because we broke down how to know if it's God's voice, how to know if it's you, and how to know if it's the enemy. Mm. And one of the things I really was breaking down is there's a difference between an unction and an assumption. Right. Men have to get to the place where we recognize, and I'm getting ahead of myself, it's one of my points, that Adam was intimate before he was ever intimate. Did y'all hear what I said? Right. Adam already had intimacy before he ever had intimacy. Mm -hmm. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah. He was in the garden. Right. And had intimacy mm -hmm. with God. Right. Before he ever had intimacy with Eve. Yes. That's now listen, right. listen. That's right. I want you to notice the original structure and order of God. Right. God put Adam in the garden. There was no such thing as time then. Right. So we don't know how long, because the there was no long then. There right. was no time frame. Right. Adam and God were just communing together. Exactly. God was giving Adam responsibility. Adam was responsible with those responsibilities. God gave Adam an assignment. Right. Name all the animals. Okay, you a monkey. You a toucan. Cool. You. He's naming all the creatures. So he's handing out identity. We talked about that before. Right, right. Kingdom men hand out identity. Right. So what happens when the identity giver is an identity crisis? Right. This is not male bashing. This is the original kingdom agenda. Right. Before Eve ever came along, God and Adam were intimate. That's good. They were intimate. So much so. I'm going to give you Bible. So much so. <laughs> Uh, Genesis chapter three, mm -hmm. Genesis chapter three, verse eight, it says, this is after Adam and Eve ate the fruit. It says, then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day and they hid from the Lord. We just read that. Right. We just read that. But what stands out to me is Adam was so close to God that he knew his sound. Right. <laughs> like I don't know if y'all have households where you could tell who's walking. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell when Daddy's walking. I can tell when Mama's walking. Right. Adam didn't mistake God's walk for an elephant. He didn't mistake <laughs> God's walk for a giraffe. Right. He didn't mistake God's walk for an orangutan. Like he knew that's, that's the sound of God. Yeah. He was so intimate. Where I believe he knew God's tempo of wow. his footsteps. He was so intimate with God that he knew this is what it sounds like when God is moving. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah. He was so intimate with God that he knew this is the sound of him. Mm. What I'm trying to get you to understand, what we're trying to get you to understand, is we are responsible to establish order in the earth. Yes. God is always going to call Adam first. Always. Even though Eve ate the fruit first. It wasn't until Adam ate right. that their eyes were open. Right. So we have a responsibility yes, to be leaders to know God. Right. And this is something just we throwing in this, throwing this in here for free. If he doesn't have a garden season, don't have a wedding season. Throw my phone. Yeah. Did y'all hear what I said? Yeah. If he does not have a garden season, what is that? A season of his life when he knows God. Right. A season in his life when he grows in God. Right. A season in his life where he knows the voice of God. I think about us. When we, when we first started uh, doing uh, touring before the pandemic, mm -hmm. I felt 
that God was leading us to travel, to do webisodes. You want to expound on this because, you you know, women are very detailed. Oh, okay. Well, um, God led him. Well, first of all, God gave us the idea of Redefined about, I spent about seven, mm-hmm. seven years ago, seven or eight years ago. Yeah. And um, I was skeptical. Now, I, the videos were fine, right? And then yeah. we would get, you know, people like, hey, you know, what you do, what you do on your videos, we want you to come do here. So we would do little stuff here around the city. And yeah. then when, when, when people wanted us to come out of state, I was like, oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. And then Jerry was like, I think we need to do a tour. Yeah. And I think God is leading us to mm. do a tour. And I'm like, a tour? Why would, I mean, we're not like famous. Like, why would, why would people come out? And then he was like, and then we can, you know, have, a, you know, people, we can sell tickets. You know, I was I made like. A, I made a video. Remember? Yeah, but. Remember what you said when I made I, it? I, yeah, I'm getting there. All right. I'm getting there. He was like, we can sell tickets. And I was like, nobody's going to pay to come see us. Like, we're just <laughs> two regular people. You know, we love Jesus and all. But I'm like, why are people going to come see us? He made a video and everything. This was him stepping on on faith, mm-hmm. right? And I, because of my fear and because of my um, insecurities about yeah. myself and what God had given both of us, um, I was like, that is false advertisement. You need to take that down. <laughs> and, you know, I when I look back and I'm like, God, I'm so sorry that I didn't trust mm-hmm. you and trust the God in him, right? Because yeah. God was leading him to do this. And I mean, and now we're at this point. I mean, and look, I, I know God has so much more for our lives and this is just one step that we're at, but... Yeah. He was he was being he was following the Holy Spirit. God was giving him that leading to to do that, hmm. you know, to to launch what it is that God had for the both of us. Yeah. And he was sensitive to that. Yeah. You know, this wasn't something that like some just scheme that he was just trying to get out there and yeah. you know make money or trying yeah. to get out there and do something for himself. He was yeah. trying to to help people. Yeah. It, this was all for for God's glory, and you know. Yeah. Earlier in our marriage, I didn't see that as much. Like, I mm-hmm. knew that he was a man of God. I knew that he was led by God. I saw the call of God on his life. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that he was spirit-led, spirit-filled, and all that. But I was still fearful. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know about this. But yeah. he was. And mm-hmm. so um, I'm grateful now that I've grown to the point where I trust yeah. that my husband does hear from God. Mm-hmm. And, and she does he too. can... And he is led by the spirit. And sometimes, and I'm going to be honest, Mm. you know, ladies, we have to be willing to allow that, especially when you do have Mm. a man of God, because sometimes I'd be like, man, I don't want him to be right about this. (laughs) I'm just being honest. But I have to look at it as it's not him being right about certain things, that God is using him and God is speaking to him and through him to me. Um, and not that God doesn't speak to me and I haven't spoken to him things that, I, that the Holy Spirit has given me. Yeah. But as my leader and my husband, um, I, had to, I had to be like, okay, Tanisha, you can't. He right. It's not that this is Jerry. He's a vessel. He's your husband. But God is using him. God is speaking to him and through him. Yeah. And so I had to get over that whole like, man, he's right about 
about this. Like, because yeah. you don't, you want, you don't want to feel like you're not spirit led either. But yeah. God, God gave me this man to help lead me. Mm-hmm. So, why wouldn't you listen to him? This is what you yeah. prayed for, and you know, and I know that this is the man that God put in my life. So, yeah. why would, why would you not trust him? Yeah, and if you know the God is in him, why would you not trust him to lead you in the, in the right direction? And that that's the confidence I had, you know, I had to find in my in my marriage, you know, yeah. and I know everybody's story is different. But I know for me, I had to get to that point to trust the God in him. And he is led by the spirit. He is listening to the voice of God. Don't be fearful. Don't try to get in the way of it. Yeah, um, because God is doing something. So yeah, and, and God does not just converse through the man. No. He also speaks through her. Um, so I, I think when we do Cuffing Season 2.0, uh, I just feel it. Like somebody like, yeah, what if you trust me? He wrong. He miss it. Yeah. I, I think that maybe because uh, we're about to go into Kingdom Vibes only. Um, and then in October, we're starting Cuffing Season 2.0. But I think it will be good for you to do a message about how do you trust his leadership, especially if he missed it before. Mm. That would be a very wouldn't that be a good message. Yeah. Because it's I, real. Because it's I, real. That's why I was like, this is what the place I had to come to in my marriage, yeah. you know? And I know everybody's yeah. story is different. Yeah. And, um, and, and so yeah, also yeah. knowing can he hear is not just hearing heaven. Many times heaven is speaking through her. Mm-hmm. So you have to be humble enough and right. not so arrogant. I'm the man. I'm the husband. You know, God, you have that to only speak to yeah, me. You saw yeah. he talked to Joseph. Right. Well, before he talked to Joseph, he, he talked, talked to, to Mary. Mary. Right. <laughs> seems... Absolutely. So, yeah, that's that's so a he whole... speaks to both of us. We both hear and we both need to be discerning and yeah. intimate with God. I need to have my personal relationship with God. And God, God can speak to me, but he is my leader. And this is God's design. This isn't something that we made up. Yeah. This is God's design. Yeah. He is a spiritual leader, and he does need to be able to hear so he can lead his family. Yeah. He can't, God, that is God's design. Yeah. And how amazing, like what, what, what power, what, what, what great things can happen when you yeah. both are spiritually discerning. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, mm. So... It's yeah. it's vitally important for everybody to be discerning and to be able to, to know the voice of God. Yeah. But most importantly, the man. Yeah, the leader. The leader. The leader. He's, the you helper know, needs to hear. The helper needs to hear, but the, the leader, leader needs, needs to, to be here to be to lead because she's the helper. She's not she she's not the leader. Now she can lead in certain areas, mm-hmm. right? We talked about that. But the overall yeah. leader, you know, I. That's my husband. Doesn't mean that. You know, I I am I am his servant. We don't want to ever get that confused. We're both uh, called by God. We both we're partners in this. Just so good, y'all. Uh, Matthew chapter two, verse fourteen. Then a few points, and we're done. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew chapter two, verse fourteen. It says, "So he got up, speaking of Joseph. So he got up, mm-hmm. took the child and his mother during the night, and left for Egypt." Like. When I was reading this, it was like God was just milking it. <laughs> number one, he heard the voice of God. Right. Then number two, he got up. It's one thing to hear 
a principle, yeah, hear yeah. an instruction. Yeah. It's another thing to obey. Right. Now look, obey. I want you to see how this connects. He heard God, he got up to follow the instruction of God, and he took the child and his mother. So him being able to listen to the voice of God good. was protecting his whole family. That's good. Not only was it protecting his whole family, it good. was protecting and carrying out God's plan. Right. Are y'all seeing this? Mm -hmm. And then we just breeze past the fact that it said at night. At night. I don't know if we got coyotes. It's dark. I know, right? It's not like we have light posts, you know, like how we do now in the city and other parts of the world. Right. This had to be probably one of the most difficult times to travel. Because if I'm going to travel, I want to do it during the daytime. Right. I want to do it. I want to do it when it seems it would see. be easier for me to navigate. Right. Listen. Right, right, right. When God gives you an instruction, it does not always come with ease. Amen. Ease is not the promise. Victory is. Come on. And so I don't want us to get discouraged because God tells us to do something at a season where it would seem better Ooh. if I wait to the sun to come up. Wow. But God could be telling you to do something because if you follow me at night, Joseph, Ooh. it's more likely that nobody will see you. Come on. I know how to hide you. I feel like preaching. Yeah. I know how to protect you. I know how to cover you. He got up. He obeyed. He heard. He protected his family. He's carrying out God's plan. And he did it at a time where it seems inconvenient. Mm. But it's a time where God is covering, hiding, and protecting them. Right. That's good. A few points and we're done. Point number one. He must know his identity. Listen, you have been summoned, called, cosmically created, manufactured by the king of glory to be a leader. Mm -hmm. You have to understand that. Yeah. So many of us have become a fabric of what culture says, a fabric of what our ex has said, right. a, fa a fabric of what hip-hop has said, R&B, whatever your genre and so now we have on this wardrobe that keeps us in war zones. Wow. Hear me. Wrong wardrobes keep us in war zones. That's good. And many times God wants to have us have a season of a garden where he's stripping us of everything that we've dressed ourselves in. Mm -hmm. Adam didn't know he was naked until he sinned. Yep. He didn't know he was naked mm -hmm. until he sinned. God wants us to be men who are naked before him. Mm-hmm. And know that your identity is found in me and you have been called by me right. to lead. Somebody say lead. Lead. Number two, leaders must have devotion. I must have devotion. Why? Because devotion gives me direction. Mm -hmm. When I'm praying and I was asking God, God, why do I feel like I should do a tour? I was, I was feeling this in my devotion. Yeah. And in devotion, I got direction. Mm. When you are a man who does not devote, you are a man that cannot direct. Wow. Are you hearing this? Yes. When I have a devoted life, God gives me a directed life. That's good. So many times you have to understand if you're going to be a director, you have to turn your back to the crowd. That's good stuff. I can't effectively orchestrate. I can't effectively conduct the orchestra if my back is towards the orchestra. Mm. My back has to be towards the crowd. Right. And I think a lot of us have to turn our back on what we thought was manhood. Wow. Because that's not biblical manhood. Come on. That's not kingdom manhood. Leaders must be devoted because that's where God gives you direction. And I'm not a woman. But if I was, 
I would not want to follow somebody who's not going anywhere. And number two, I would not want to follow somebody who doesn't know where they're going. That's good. Number three, I kind of already talked about this. Number three, know him before her. Adam knew God Come before on. he knew Eve. Come on. I don't know why I tapped you like you Eve, but he knew. <laughs> no, because I don't want you talking to no snake. I would have said something. <laughs> you Tanisha, you ain't She's no Eve. She's the mother of the, the, the world. Look, everybody, when we get to heaven, we all, where Eve at? Eve. And Eve probably going to be like, don't even come at me, okay? Because all I did was eat some fruit. We're not talking about what you did. All right. From 2000, from 99 to the 2000. We're not me. even talking don't about what you me. did, okay? Don't come for me. <laughs> yes, but um, Adam had to know God before he ever even knew Eve. And I think this is the original kingdom agenda. I have to be intimate with God before I ever seek God to be intimate with her. And the problem is we have a lot of men who are seeking women's bosom mm. without ever being in God's bosom. Last point, and oh. we, last point and we're gone. Sheep-like versus goat-like. Mm. Jesus says, my sheep know my voice. And they follow me. Yep. Look at this picture of this sheep. Now look at this picture of this goat. They look just alike. The only thing that really makes them different is their ears. You can always tell when a man is like a sheep and not a goat based on his hearing ability. Sheep are dumb, slow, defenseless animals without their shepherd. Yeah. Which is why it makes so much sense that the psalmist says, lead me beside still waters. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me because I need the shepherd to lead me. Goats buck the system. Goats are rebellious. Goats bite back. Goats will cram. Goats, <laughs> goats do not want to follow the guidance of their shepherd. So we just wanted to kind of come on as a challenge and a reminder yeah. that it is highly important for the man to be able to hear heaven. Because if we don't, we'll be like Abraham. And instead of stopping what God was using to test us, we'll end up killing our blessing. Mm. So God, raise up your kings. Help us to embrace the season of the garden. And then also, God, let there be more ministries, more messages like this that aren't condemning, but are reminding you, hey, you have an original kingdom agenda, and that is to be intimate with your maker. Yes. To go to the potter. If my iPhone breaks, I'm not going to Microsoft. I'm going to Apple. If my heart breaks, help me, God, stop going to weed and stop going to porn and stop going to drugs and stop going to alcohol, but let me go to the one who manufactured my heart and help us. Help us be men who are looking to you instead of men who are trying to navigate life on their own. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.